0: Hi, and welcome to Create, Automate, and Scale Podcast. Tune in to this inspirational, straight-to-the-point, relatable content for entrepreneurs to help you mastermind the everyday hassle, give you business tips, networking opportunities, shameless money talks, and scaling secrets. Created to support you, to support coaches and course creators just like you, to help you take action, stop trading, dollars for hours, and explode your business. It's time to hit that six figure and beyond. Let's go. Welcome to an episode of Create, Automate, and Scale Podcast. Hi, I'm Sophie Riley, and I'm your host. I have the absolute pleasure to have an amazing conversation with Alex Ian Carter, who is a neuro hacking expert and a performance neuro coach who empowers female executive to be bold leader. She helps her client optimize their performance through confidence, self worth and courageous action. As co-host of the unleashed and unstoppable podcast, Alex blends neuroscience and leadership principles to create a rapid breakthrough results without the burnout. And today I'm having a conversation about leadership with Alex. Welcome Alex to this absolutely amazing conversation. Thanks for
1: having me, Sophie. You know, I always love chatting with you and talking all things leadership and growth and personal development and just making a difference, right? Making an impact,
0: making a difference for what we stand for. I'm so excited to have this conversation. So for those that don't know, I did work with Alex as a Mindset performance coach, I would say two years ago. I'm hoping I got my math right. I think you're right. Yeah. It's probably, yeah, two years ago. Wow. And within a very short amount of time, we really discovered that I had two big problems. One was being truly passionate and being in my zone of genius. But the second biggest, I'm going to say, fail into my five years of previous business and being stuck at a maximum of $2,000 a year was leadership, seeing myself as a leader. And I'm really excited to have this conversation because once we discovered those pieces, I went from 2K a year and feeling like a workaholic that didn't get paid to six figure business in six or eight months. And then now several six figure business. I would say a topic we don't speak of enough. I agree, especially when we are Busy,
1: right? And we feel the pressures of I need to do all the things. And even looking back, so for your journey, it was like you're you're you said you felt like you were working so hard, and you were the you know this workaholic piece. And yet you there was no sort of return on the investment of how much time and effort and energy you're putting in. We also uncovered that you had experienced some burnout too, and was still operating from that place prior to your burnout, which then even in your journey as an entrepreneur found yourself repeating those similar patterns and habits and mindset and decision-making that was that led you to burnout in the first place. And so, yeah, when we could remove all of that and lean into your leadership and your self-leadership and looking at what you could be responsible for and what was in the gap of all this effort, because it's not a, for a lack of working hard. You worked so hard, but yet there was still a gap between you working extremely hard and of course the results that you were creating.
0: That is. Oh, so true. <laughs> okay, so tell me in your opinion, what's the difference between someone who is mastering or on their way to master? Because I don't think that we ever truly master something. We're always learning. It's a changing world. But what is the difference between someone that is on their way to mastering their leadership or self-leadership to someone that is maybe not yet aware that they have a responsibility to their business and no matter what is going on around them no matter whose fault is it is um maybe they don't have that self leadership yet maybe they don't understand the importance that they have within this world and to their business what would you say is the biggest difference in the consequences of that that's a great question and it really comes down to are
1: you looking outside of yourself to look at what's not working outside, right? Of whether it's other people, maybe it's a bit of a victim mentality, and really looking at, well, because all of these people aren't doing things and these things aren't working, which is outside of you, versus really looking at internally inside. You know, we've got a saying in leadership 100% responsible 100% of the time, and really looking at, okay, if I want to create these results and I'm responsible. What's in the gap of what what's not working for me? And one of the big things—it's funny—I just finished with one of my clients, and I I asked her, like, "What are some of the lessons that you've learned this past year?" And the first thing she said was commitment. So, what's in the gap or what's lacking is the commitment. So, if you are committed to the result that you want to create, that means that you're willing to do whatever it takes. And you know, I'm a certified neuro coach. I look at the neuroscience of success. And what happens is in terms of, is that here's the thing, your brain is wired to keep in the safe and familiar. So it's so easy to be in a position and want to look outside of you and blame everything around you for why you don't have the results that you want to create. And that's your brain keeping you safe versus if you get really clear on what it is that you want the results and you're clear on why you want those results. And then you make the commitment to. Right to commit to those results, and you look at what do I get to do in order to create those results. Then you also part of that involves leading into being uncomfortable, leading into resistance, because whatever you're going to try and create out there, you most likely haven't created before, right? And so your brain is going to create resistance. Your brain's going to create feelings and stories, and it's so easy to want to fall to the default of like it's it's not about you. But to level up and really become this master leader and be responsible, it means that you get to get curious about yourself, about the decision-making. Because 90, and there's some research that are even saying 97% of our results come from the subconscious. And our subconscious impacts the decisions that we make, which impact the actions we, that we take, which then impact the results that we create. So it all goes down to the, we go backwards up to the belief system. So if you believe that it's all outside of us, Then we're going to use that to then influence our decisions, actions, and results, which you're not getting the results that you want. You take back control of your vehicle, right? The vehicle to create your results. You put yourself back in the driver's seat and then you do the work to help you have the beliefs that are aligned with what you want to create, make those decisions, take the actions,
0: you will create the results. I mean, you just unloaded a lot of things here. I know that some of the problem that I was having as well is I did not see myself as a leader. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that you can show up as a business owner, as a CEO, as an expert in your field. If you can't truly embody the leader within you. And it's funny that, I mean, I love that you say that because just like me,
1: just like what to say, 99% of my clients. It's so fascinating that even though you know you find yourselves in what others would consider leadership positions, that because of again our brain wanting keeping us safe, we don't see it. We don't we don't see our gifts, our talent, the value that we bring. And part of this it, it leads to the 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 self-sabotage, right? The self-doubt, and creates this wanting to look externally. For validation, I'll never forget my role as director. I waited to have my like my name tag, all perfect. So I had a couple, um, there were like a couple of spelling mistakes on my previous name, name tags. So that took me like a week into my new position. And even with a name tag, I'm like, mm, I'm still not convinced like th- that I actually have this job. So I waited for my very first paycheck. Like I re- I needed something externally. Like I couldn't just show up there with the confidence, believing in myself and having the self-worth that, yeah, I was here in this position because of of my knowledge, of my expertise. Being someone, quote unquote, young in leadership, and this has been a pattern. I know, Sophie, for yourself too, and I know many of our, our clients that we've worked with, you know, quote unquote, seem to be young. And I realized that on the other side of that belief of feeling young is that I'm not experienced. Now, walking myself through the same process as I walk my clients through, I came to realize that I was operating from this belief that I thought I was young. And because I thought I was young, I then felt inexperienced. Yet I was able to come up with a list of evidence of all the areas where I am experienced. Just like for you, Sophie, right? When we were able to tap into your zone of genius and looked at all these gifts, That that was the switch for you to go from 2K a month to, you know, six figures within months because you could tap into that. And it was a shift in how you saw yourself. It was a shift in how you showed up in your zone of genius. You owned it. And if more, and I'm going to speak more women because this is what often happens for women, more women could really own their leadership, see the gifts in them, because other people will see you as as a leader, but it's your brain's way of discrediting the leader you are. You're constantly looking outside of you to validate right, the worthiness that you have in being a leader. And this becomes exhausting because you're always then looking outside of you. Again, right? It's that whole, what's the big difference between those that are a master leader and those that aren't is that the constant looking outside of you. When you can look within and just see that in yourself, oh my goodness, you catapult from where you are today to where you get to go because you own it, you embody it, you believe it. And if you believe it, then you create it and you receive it.
0: You know, one of the the hard thing for me was truly leadership. And I'm not gonna lie to everybody here and say that I overcame that fear within one session, but I, <laughs> nothing is magic. I understand everything is hard work. But that leadership piece, the leadership piece that allows you to feel confident, to show up with your core value, what you believe in, what you're passionate about, the leadership where you're able to have the hard conversation, yes, with team members, but especially with yourself. Those are probably the hardest one I've had with myself, right? Let's be, let's have an honest conversation about where am I today and what can I do to get to my goals? Not my team, not a system, not my husband, not my family. What can I do? What can I do to create a positive change? What can I do to move my business forward? What can I do to create a more positive impact maybe in within a team or at work? So my magical unicorn. <laughs> And the,
1: you know, I have a background education and this isn't taught in school, right? This is not taught in school. Like we are taught, yes, responsibility to a certain level, but even just understanding the neuroscience behind the success, the neuroscience behind the responsibility. And when, you know, as you, you grow up, I mean, your experiences, your environment, it, it influences who you are. Our brains go back to like our home base, which is being, worthy and being loved and accepted and feeling safe and secure. And so at any time when your brain is put in a position where it's feeling like it's being like any one of those things are sort of being attacked, it's going to make decisions for you to feel worthy, right? Example, looking outside of you for validation, to feel loved, saying things that maybe it's not what you want to say, but you're saying it because you feel that's what other people want to hear. And so instead of taking a stand for the vision of what you're trying to create and help people with, you end up adjusting what you say because of what you think other people want to hear so that you are then accepted and you feel loved. And then in terms of the safety thing, you then hold back from putting yourself at risk, right? Having difficult conversations, being able to say no to things that don't align with what is it you want to create, putting yourself in situations where it might feel uncomfortable, right? Our brain is wired to keep us in the safe and familiar, not be comfortable. And leaders are constantly in positions of being uncomfortable. And I think that that's why, even though in leadership positions, if you go to the safety and go to what's not comfortable, for sure you can look at questioning that. And so having the foundation like is so it's just like a house, like we can't build a house off a so- without a solid foundation because what happens, a big storm will happen and the house will fall down. And that's, to me, I, I tie that to burnout when a lot of, and again, I'll lean into a lot of female leaders because a lot of female leaders do tend to burn out because they allow the solid foundation to be constantly torn, like, you know, knocked over and, you know, think about earthquakes, right? That are going to like shuffle. And impact that foundation to eventually lead to, to, to crumbling. And that's why I you know we, Sophie and I lean into the personal development, having the coach, having the community to someone to support you, to help you keep that foundation strong and solid and see that what you're experiencing is not impacting your worthiness or being loved and accepted and your safety and security, that it is helping you actually stand as a more solid leader, solid foundation. You know, like the event that we're hosting next week, right? Being an irresistible, bold leader. That's the combination of that. Being responsible, taking ownership, being committed, and then embracing the process, embracing the journey. Once you have your brain working for you, not against you, then things do then become easier and it flows. And so, I mean, without getting into all of the nitty gritty of the neuroscience behind success, it is a fairly simple process to follow, but it's just having access to that. And that's what it was for Sophie. As soon as she started tapping into it, doing the work, being committed, not, and, and not being afraid to, to trial and error, she was able to create some amazing breakthrough results.
0: Yes. And if you are listening and this is resonating with you and you are looking to make more connections with an amazing community full of leaders, we want to extend an invitation and offer you a free ticket to the irresistibly bold leadership virtual retreat that is starting on the 27th of February. So I'm going to need you to go into the show notes and grab your ticket right away because this is going to be transformational this is going to be amazing and not only will you get some time and access to alex and i so we can have an actual conversation we're also going to have a live workshop hosted by alex which is going to help you actually implement everything that you learn during that virtual retreat so go ahead grab that ticket and we are going to see you there now if you love create automate and scale podcast make sure that you like follow and subscribe we'll see you next time same time same place